Vladam Pound Vladam Pound Vladam Pound It's top shelf Vladam Pound Fam life my friends so kick it Vladam Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode, another another fixture of the Top Shelf Podcast. Oh yeah, a soccer podcast. We have not seen each other for quite some time. Uh, just enjoying summer life. The weather has been nice. It's it's been really nice and enjoying this COVID summer as much as we can. But uh, Premier League has been back, and we have been watching very, very closely. Yeah, so we got back. a lot of things. To, yeah, some we stuff got, we has got a lot of things. Some stuff has happened, Kay, <laughs> since, since I think we last things. talked. Yeah, a few things have happened. I mean, we got a lot to get through. We're mainly going to talk all Premier League today. That's going to be a big Premier League-heavy uh, episode. Um, and then... That's that's basically it. Premier League, Premier League, Premier League. That's the headlines. So it, let's start with uh, just a, a, a little congratulations to uh, my club, uh, Liverpool when FC. When you walk <laughs> through a storm, yes, yes, yes. Hold your head Every single buddy, everyone knew and that this is the way Liverpool fans were going to react. They're just going to keep going and going and going. Like yeah. Energizer bunnies, man. It's so <laughs> annoying. So annoying. What was it? Act like you've been there before. Get oh, wait, you haven't. We haven't been here before. Come on, man. Give us a break. Good grief. Spoken like a yeah, true Spurs you- fan. <laughs> yeah, so that's the little little thing of Liverpool in the league, but uh, also it's just been a, a very interesting restart. Project restart has been quite interesting. A lot of things to talk about, but first, let's go around the room. Uh, let's start with Leo. How you doing, man? I'm doing wonderfully, guys. You know, I just went out on a date with my girlfriend last night. We went to uh, Capitol Grill. You know, I tried to be a little fancy this time, so it was enjoyable, okay. man. I had a nice steak. Some uh, soy, I don't know, it was like soy with bacon, Brussels sprouts, mashed potatoes. I mean, I'm still dreaming about it now. It's pretty good food. I'm not going to lie. Otherwise, man, it's been good. You know, just chilling, um, enjoying watching soccer like every day, basically. It's, it's, the, it's the most know, beautiful it's thing you could possibly have in a month. Like every single day there's a game except maybe like a one day break and then you're right back on it. So I can't even complain at this point. Very nice. Yes, uh, steak. Steak. Tell me how your steak was because it's been a while since I've gone to like a proper steakhouse, man. I would love a nice steak right now. It was juicy, dude. I mean, it melted. Did you know what kind of steak you got? Yeah, it was a ribeye, baby. A ribeye with a a Kona rub on it and um, shallot butter with, um, I I don't know, dude. It was just, it it was ridiculous. As soon as the knife pressed against the tender meat Uh of the skin, it just fell off and cut through (laughs) like butter. It was... It was ridiculous. And then I had, I did barely could eat the whole uh, thing. So I had it this afternoon. Um, but it's okay. Uh, I did the right thing. I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't put it in the microwave like you, you, you dumbasses. Okay. I, I, no, I put it in no, the never, no, <laughs> I'm just no kidding. Microwave. I'm just kidding. I'm not even talking about you. I'm talking about everybody else who thinks it's important <laughs> to put it in a microwave, right? Which is ridiculous. If you guys do that, like you just ruin steaks, right? Do not put it in a microwave. I turned it on the oven, put it at 400 degrees, like took everything that we had there. Also, Make sure you leave it out for an hour. So let it come down to room temperature before you put it in the uh, in the oven, okay? So I let it come to room temperature. Yeah, damn straight. And then I put it in the oven. So All right, so 400 degrees. Uh, let that thing cook for like 
10 minutes. It was nice and steamy, still medium, rare. It was, it was perfect. It was perfect. I love that. I love that. Yes, yes. For all you newbies out there, microwave has its very many uses. But when you're reheating food, it's definitely oven or uh, or cast iron skillet. There that's that's the way like to go. That. The only two options. Um, 100%. Nate, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. I had a lovely July Fourth weekend. Me and my yes. um, two brothers took a road trip down to North Carolina to visit Pat Fax. Wow, the Pat of the podcast. That's right. That's right. You know, I got a pat fact. This uh, past weekend, 4th of July weekend, uh, Nate and his two brothers came down to visit me. <laughs> yes, that is a fact. We, we checked out the garden. He he, he was He's right to hype it. It was very luscious and nice. uh, full of edible food. Yeah. And um, the highlight of the trip, I'll, I will say what it was. It was watching Chelsea play. With Pat, and we were both bugging out about oh, Pulisic. So hyped. And my two siblings yeah. have heard me like way over hype players for many years, <laughs> and I'm excited yes. about. Okay, don't mention Ryan Babel. And <laughs> they're like, "Yeah, he's probably not what he's good for an American." Dude, you know, like the classic. Didn't know. And then the dude, I, I just counted the number of times that he passed it to a teammate in the oh, box with no one around him. Like, that's hard to do, and he did it. It was just like every five minutes he was doing it. And mm-hmm. eventually they were like, he's good. And, yeah. and I – Yeah, we ran a test. We said that it was fun to do actually because we just did a test. We were like, all right, we won't tell you like what number he is. Even though the announcers will say his name, you'll figure it out eventually. But like just tell us which Chelsea player jumps out at you. Like who are the best players for Chelsea on the field? Just watch and tell us. And then – I mean, this kid has been unbelievable. And then you watch him, and it's pretty pretty clear to, I think, anybody's eyes that he's one of the best players on the pitch, let alone on Chelsea. And wasn't wasn't Lampard, like, all over him being like, yeah, I don't know if this kid can cut it in the Premier League, all that bullshit? Well, I don't know if it was necessarily Lampard, but I, I think just by the lack of games he was getting, a lot of people were raising their eyebrows. I was worried. I got no problems to admit. I was definitely wrong. I, thought I think we were all worried there yeah, for a second. I was worried. All right, well, I mean... But, you know, I... He came through. Yeah, the, the kid is coming through. Captain America, as they're calling him. Uh, you know, he's he deserves his own jingle. Let's just say that. He deserves his own jingle. I don't have it, but I, we, yeah, I, I we will should, make Yeah, one. we should do a little Pulisic update, man. If he's going to keep playing like this, I mean... Ho, ho. Captain America. Absolutely. I, mean, at yeah. this point, I'm I definitely think he he deserves a Captain America update. Uh, maybe coming at you next podcast, next episode. Um, so, so, okay, just to put it in perspective... You know, okay. my brothers and I stayed in an Airbnb right next to um, Pat's house. And oh, sweet! In like, the next like morning, really, and like right, like, like right next. Hey, what's up? Yeah, yeah like right literally, uh, it's it's t- it's about sixty feet between back doors. Sweet! Wow, so sweet! Yeah. yeah. So I see him the next morning, and I'm like, "How would you sleep? How you doing?" He's like, "I I, I didn't sleep much." I mean, <laughs> We watched Pulisic a little too late. I was just too excited. I, I couldn't fall so asleep funny. all night long because I was thinking about Pulisic. It's so funny, man. No, it's true, though. I love it. Because I do, I'm a, you know, you guys know me a little bit. I'm a very uh, mind-oriented person. Indeed. So sure. if there's something traveling and rattling around up there, like, it doesn't matter what time it is. So, yeah, it took me a while to, because I'm sitting there. I'm like, right. is this real? Same same thing, Nate. You always, there's all these players come through, and it's like, we all have high hopes because we're positive people and we love soccer and we love American soccer. And then 
uh, fizzle. You know, uh, almost. Landon Donovan was kind of good. You know, Clint Dempsey was kind of good. But then Pulisic is ru- is like running around on in the Premier League, scoring goals, assisting goals, drawing penalties, drawing free kicks, just absolutely tearing apart. Any like these are the highest level defenders in the world, man. Basically, we, we like I don't care what anyone says. We, we were hoping that Clint Dempsey and Landon Donovan would become what Pulisic is right now, a yes, top well class player, which he is, dude. I mean, he's proving it time and time again, time and time again. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. I haven't seen an American play this well since. Well, actually, Ever. I, don't, don't, I, don't I was going to say anything. Yo, you're right. I'm, I'm going to go with Nate on this. No, I'm, since Clint Dempsey no, went on no, the no, no, they didn't play the He's same at all, okay. bro. They didn't play the same at all. Clint Dempsey did not, like, even Donovan, Dempsey, all the stars you can think of that are American have not touched what Pulisic can do right now, man. And he's in the hardest league in the world. No, no. Pulisic has yeah. taken it to a whole nother level. That's for sure. But you know what is exciting? I'm glad that you two were also down there, Nate, your brothers, and and, and Pat. You, you know, you guys were together, uh, you know, wholesome family, watching Man City <laughs> kick the shit out of Liverpool and basically making their <laughs> title look like it was absolutely fucking nothing. That, we'll that talk was, about that, that after, after a beautiful thing I mean, I've Pat, seen as Pat, well. What's your around the room today? <laughs> I mean, I think that was a good little combined around the room. I had a great time uh, hanging out with uh, with Nate and his brothers. It was cool because you know, I know, obviously we grew up in the same hometown and. And Ian was older than me, and Tad was younger than me. Nate was also older, but we played soccer together at least, so you know we hung out or whatever. But so it was cool yeah. to like reconnecting with them, and you know just re- getting remembering what the Bell family is like, man. <laughs> that's a that's a family to be reckoned with. I tell you what, man, the Bells. Yo, yeah. watch out! Watch out! Uh, and the Bells are sheep. doing big. I can believe it. Ooh. Yeah, Nate, Nate's the black sheep. If you can actually uh, believe that, <laughs> what the fuck are you in a family about? of literally all geniuses, uh, just the guy who's kind of a genius is the black sheep. No, but equally as <laughs> successful though. Like we can't front with the way Parks. No, are. no, no, no. Yeah, but he just took his route like completely different than everybody else did, well, which is good. I'm which just is good. Saying. So I think we're all black sheep here. Yeah. yeah. No. Wow. Yep. I'm not even gonna argue that one. Yep. <laughs> yep, Leo, Leo took that title from me a while ago. <laughs> Thank you, appreciate it. So, hey, what's up with you, though, man? <laughs> yeah, you should. I, I give it to you proudly. Uh, um, my my around the room is. Uh, um, I guess I have a few options, but I my body hurts, man. My body is killing me. <laughs> I I uh, played soccer seven on seven as a sub two days ago. And I think I teared like every little muscle in my body, every muscle fiber in my body got torn. So like, if you just poke me right now, I, I, I am sore. And I slept about 11 hours last night. Like my body just needed the recovery, you know? It's, so when anyone tells you like, oh, soccer players, they should be able to play like, you know, two to three games a week, it's nothing. I don't know, man, I, 90 minutes, I mean, listen, less than, 23 minutes on my body was 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 devastating. What is 90 minutes three times a week going to do on an average person's body? It's not healthy. It's not normal. But they do it anyway. So I tip my hat to all athletics, basketball, soccer, anything. Damn, yo, that shit is way harder than anyone thinks it is. And I know we, we know that, obviously, but people still have the gall to be like, well, you know, they should be able to play this amount of games and fitness and that. And I've probably been been uh, guilty of saying that, but 
no longer anymore, man. I'm 33 years old. I'm on, I'm on my, I'm, my days are ending. <laughs> my days are, my, my days are, are thick, are few and far between when it comes to uh, playing like 90 minutes, you know? So yeah, that's my around the room. Wait, but did, did you, oh. anyway. did you work out at all before that game? Well, you know, I listen. I, I I do my occasional run. You know, I hit the bag. You know, I I, I try to take ten thousand steps a day. I, I'm just a normal human being. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm not like I consider myself athletic, but like I'm not out there like you know biking twelve miles a day or anything. I'm just a guy, you know, who's going out there playing a hard press and like <laughs> giving giving my all, and that's what my body deserves, I guess. And my wife is just like, you know what, you deserve this, you know, like. Jeez, you're such a bliss, you know. I'm like, oh crap, you know. I, it's, it's, it's probably time for me to, to hang up the boots pretty soon. Oh, I love you. Oh man, don't Jesus, say that. Never, never, never. Yeah, I don't think. Come on. Yeah, come probably. On. Let's be serious, dude. You'll never hang hang up those boots. You'll be fifty year old, no, fifty years old with the rest of those guys defending in the fifty year old yeah. league. All right. I I'll actually, can, I actually can't yeah, wait. Right. I can't yeah, wait to be in a fifty year old league. Oh, that's just great. seems mad fun. Oh yeah, just kind of like tr- you just kind of trot around and like a couple passes here and there, you know, just like out for a little jog kick the ball around a little bit. <laughs> I still think I'm going to be fast as hell, dude. I, I expect to continue to have my speed at that age, so let's, let's see what happens. Oh, boy. Ambition. <laughs> you're going to make your breakthrough when you're 50, Leo. That's it. You're going to get a call from Grandpa Pep. He's starting to over 50, Leo. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's going to say, Leo, Leo, damn you're straight. so much faster than everyone at 50. Damn straight, damn straight. <laughs> Well, we can either um, we can either end the podcast talking about VAR or um, transfer windows. Which would which one would you guys rather talk about? Uh, VAR is yeah. disgusting. What happened today with Bruno was atrocious. Let's just talk about transfers. Please. Okay, very good. And it's hard <laughs> to talk about VAR, I guess. But you know, I just I did, I did, I did just want to play the VAR. What you really want? Which I really want. Oh man. <laughs> Today was the worst I've ever seen, but transfers, let's go. I sent you guys a text earlier uh, this week that says, uh, Strengthen when you're at your strongest by Sir Alex Ferguson. For a while, Pat and I were saying that Liverpool don't need to uh, strengthen this transfer window upcoming in the summer, or I guess whenever the next transfer window is. Um, but now I'm starting to change my tune, and I'm sure a lot of other teams are thinking the same thing. Uh, you've seen Chelsea already do it. Um, Tottenham desperately need some kind of change, but who knows what direction they're going to go in. Uh, Man City, you know, <laughs> so many transfer rumors going on. Uh, but as far as Liverpool goes, I mean, I think it's the most interesting because they're the current Premier League champions, yet they get thrashed by Man City. And then Man City get thrashed by, or not thrashed by, but lose to Southampton. It's a great league, you know. It's a great league, but we all can't deny that we all could improve. 
So as Champions Leagues, uh, as Champions League and Premier League winners, do Liverpool need to improve this summer? I think uh, the basic question of is there something like nothing needs replacing in the in the best eleven? Like that's the first that's the first point as far as there's nothing wrong, but we all know that complacency is a human nature problem. It has nothing to do with who these people are or like do they believe or do they are they talented? It has nothing to do with that. But when there's people coming around for your job possibly and sniffing around, when when Klopp is bringing in squad players of of high quality. You know, that that sort of competition, especially with the mindset of, of the players of this team, is and is I think, you know, OK, at this point, kind of what you're saying, I'm coming around to the to the point where I think it's almost necessary, you know, because when when they came out against City and I watched them just get spanked, just spanked. My immediate thought was there's that human nature complacency. This is a complacent side that was relieved. And it can sneak in. That was just me. For me, it was proof that it can sneak in. So if Klopp can do something like bring a few players in, like they've been talking about uh, Koulibaly in the back, which I'm just saying if I'm spending my money, even if it's for three years, four years, if I compare Koulibaly and Virgil, I'm, I have a hard time arguing, hearing anybody's argument against that back line. And then uh, there's been talk about Tiago, who is a great center midfield player who can play that kind of quarterback position which is, you know, the way the Liverpool play midfield, they need they need players like that. So I can see both of them. Will it happen? I don't know. Uh, I would like either of them, personally. Okay, so let's switch over to the Tottenham perspective. Nate, I mean, if you had one if – you, if you could compare yourself to Manchester United or Liverpool, the pre-Virgil or the pre-Fernandez, who would be your pre-blank <laughs> player? You know, or what? I guess you can't name a player, but what position would you need to change things completely? Would it be the Virgil van Dijk? Would it be the attacking midfielder? Would it be the striker replacement for Harry Kane? Would it be your Reese replacement? Would it be a winger? What would it be, Nate? Well, we're in the after Dembele era right now. Mm. So we need a general. <laughs> we need midfield general. Midfield general. Marcel Sabitzer, when I saw him, I'm like, that's exactly the mm, guy we need, boy. man. Energy, change the, you know, just take a touch, hit a diagonal, sprint up there, closing down, winning tackles. We need somebody who who fires guys up. Sissoko, not a smart enough player. Winks, not enough of a fucking grown man. Um, we need a we need a real general in there. Pierre Emile, maybe that is. That is, of all the positions to pick, man, that's the hardest to probably fulfill. You know what I'm saying? I mean, as an attacking midfielder, okay, I'll play a little defense. I'll play a little defense. I'll string a few passes together. I'll make a beautiful pass. I'm flashy. I'm flashy. I'm flashy. As a defender, you know exactly what your role is. But you're you're asking for a very specific, wide-ranging player here. You know, a player who could basically do everything, Mo- Modric and Dombele. You know, you want these yeah, – you, you ask yeah. the same prototypical guy, and, no, but is that Modric what you back. actually need? Modric back. That's what I want. <laughs> I want but is that what you actually need, Nate? Is that in your heart of hearts? Is that what you think you actually need? Okay. I All mean, right. he won't go back because he sees that team and it's a garbage fire. But – but that's the player you need. General. That's the type of player. General, to be, to be honest, man, after building a one billion dollar stadium, like you want a team that's going to perform, and that's just me. If I was Daniel Levy, dude, I'd be throwing my money at trying to get Kai Havertz on your team, bro. If you guys, if you guys were in this, I don't know. 
the unimaginable world, because I could never see it happening ever, not even a little bit. But if it it was even the slightest of possibilities, Kai Havertz on your team would would I feel like would inject the type of energy that you guys have been looking for, like Let's like, a Bruno, realistically, like, though, like a Bruno Fernandez thing. I mean, personally, Coutinho is begging to come back in the Premier League. Oh my God, Coutinho! I think Coutinho to Tottenham. Fuck, that's me. a good shot. That'd be fantastic. I personally would like Coutinho back at my team, but that I don't think that's going to happen. That's something. Um, that's something they really should consider. I mean, he wouldn't cost more than around sixty, man. That would actually be a brilliant move by Tottenham. But, but Tottenham also have that dynamic. Tottenham also have to yeah. think about all the free agents available right now and how they can go after those guys. A lot of good free agents available. Um, isn't I, I believe Tiago's one of them, and then you got you know even guys like Adam Lallana for God's sake. Tiago's a general. But he is yeah, a general, and yeah. even guys like Adam Lallana could improve greatly. Improve, I think, your team. To be honest, but that's just my opinion. Well, I, um, I think this is do or die. Window for you guys, seriously. Like, if you guys, it's a, it, I, I believe that too. I believe that too. This transfer window, I don't see this team going anywhere in the future. It has to be done. This transfer window has absolutely to be. Right. At least for the next four or five years, yes, I, I definitely absolutely. agree with that. I, I'm gonna um, I'm this. We have to sell Kane. Yes. We, well, yeah. You might need yeah, to. Yeah. And I'm, he's I, unhappy. I, you can tell he's very unhappy, and I think that's part of like yeah. powering everything. And we have other yes, yeah, We gotta, we gotta turn the page. On all these guys, start again. Yeah, yeah absolutely. New guys. And selling Kane would provide you in the injection of cash that Daniel Levy would have no problem using, and he he yeah. wouldn't have to go into his own pockets. He'd be like, "All right, well, I just got two hundred million for Kane, so yeah, I have no problem spending this money. Let's go find some players." Okay, so I guess Leo, you're the last one as a Manchester City representative. Huh. Um, <sighs> A lot easier for you in this question. So maybe let's let's you don't I guess you don't have to answer it from a Manchester City point of view. But um of all the, the guys available for transfer right now and of all the teams needing players, uh who who is who are you most interested in? And that and that and that's where we're we'll end no, our no, conversation. No problem, dude. A center back. I mean we need a center back like uh, now, just now. We need a center back immediately. I think that's the position we're dying to fulfill. Uh, due to the fact that we did you know, a lot of did you know Laporte has not played for France yet? Oh, which is incredible. Actually, he was interesting, yeah, right? And, and I think he got kept what? out of the the Spanish team because originally he was going to play for Spain, but switched his allegiance to to France because he thought he was going to have more of an opportunity to do it. Interesting. He never got a chance to, but we need somebody in the back. I mean, it's really simple. I mean, David Silva is retiring, but Phil Foden. I can't even speak enough about this guy. Phil wow. Foden. Wow. What a special player. What a special His time player. has come. Uh, no, but but right now go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just no, I was just gonna say right now, Phil Foden, like there there are these three young players, Mason Greenwood, Christian Pulisic, and Phil Foden, that all three of them play in this way that's like so fun to watch, mm. man. Super direct, really dynamic, running at defenders, taking shots, you know, you know, taking chances and don't forget Saka, man. Don't forget Saka. Saka, Saka. Thank you. But yeah, sorry. Go ahead. There's so many good, Just, good players. He's remarkable, man. I mean, he really. They took his time with him. Guardiola took his time with him. He kept saying he was going to give Phil a chance, and he finally did. I know we had some skeptics on the show saying that you know Guardiola is yep. not going to yep. give him a chance. That's me. <laughs> I, I, <don't laughs> I love the way he said that. But. The simple fact is, yeah. he was given his chance, and he's not going after another midfielder, dude. He said, you already have your replacement. Foden is enough. I no. promise you this kid is ready. And guess what? 
what is it, like four goals in four games, some ridiculous number like that. But he's he plays like David Silva and he just has he just has better speed than David Silva. It's it's scary. It's scary. This kid is gonna be He's going to be world-class, man. We're going to have a $200 million player on our team. I'm, I'm telling you. This kid is a world-class in the making. I hope so, man. And, uh, yeah, that was me he was referring to. I, I had my. I, I wasn't sure the way that uh, Man City was grooming Will, Phil Foden. I wasn't sure about the way it was happening. But I guess if he goes on to complete this season in good form and then start next season – as a starting player in the 11 or in one of the many 11s that, you know, Pep has and they continue to win trophies, man, I can't deny this kid's greatness. Well, he's so, going to have to, man. Um, David Silva's leaving. It's a simple fact. Yeah. David Silva is leaving. He's going to get his, you know, guard of honor from Man City for 10 years of loyal service. And Foden at this Legend. point has to step up and he already has. So it's a beautiful thing. It is. We didn't even, me- we didn't even mention Jaden Sancho. Ooh, dude, and we had Jaden Sancho on our team. We had him on our team, dude. I'm sorry, but like our scouting network is unbelievable. We are picking up some real talent. <laughs> That's all I got to say. All right, guys. Well, uh, at the Top Shelf Pod on Instagram at Park Slope United. Thank you again for uh, joining us on another journey. And uh, wow, Premier League. It's a, it's a race for the top four, a relegation battle, uh, a race for the golden boot. What a great league where the Premier League champions can lose to Man City and then Man City can lose to Southampton and then Southampton can win against blah, blah, blah. It's just a, if you don't think this is the greatest league in the world, then you don't know the fuck you're talking about because it's the greatest league in the world. No other league can that shit happen. So uh, I love y'all. I love y'all. Thank you. Thank you for joining when us. You oh, oh, boy. Love y'all. Sweet.